we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast and the very first episode in our leveling up season. In this season, we'll be speaking to our community of Northern Power Women from across all of our regions and sectors and genders, and we'll be bringing stories and tips, tricks, wisdom, takeaways, and more from those who are actually doing the leveling up from right here in the North. In September last year, we published our Leveling Up by Powering On report to tell the stories of what our community of trailblazers was actually cracking on and doing. We all hear the phrase, you know, it's deeds, not words. But we had three specific asks in the report. Give us seats at the table, not one, not two, multiple. Invest in female and black, Asian and minority ethnic-led businesses and invest in our future talent. Simple, you would think. So we're now a year on, we've made some progress and we're ready to report back. We've got a quick Google form in the show notes and we'd love you to fill it out for us. It will take you two minutes if you furthered on any of these asks. The progress report will be coming to you later this autumn and we want you to be part of it. But for now, I couldn't be any more ecstatic to be joined by someone who is no stranger to levelling up agenda and has been working tirelessly to create change and make impact across the Northern Powerhouse. She is the multi-award winning, multi-board positioning, I'm sure that's a made up thing, social entrepreneur, green tech innovator, Greater Manchester Local Enterprise uh, Board member, national electrification, I can't even say that, (laughs) electrification, I'm going to leave that, skills forum member and the CEO of the new Manchester Innovation Activities Hub. It of co- and of course, the founder of the Black United Representation Network. It's of course, Dr. Marilyn Comrie, OBE. Welcome to the show today. Oh, thank you, Simone, for having me on. Great to see you and great to be here. And we're delighted to be collaborating with you and um, Burn, the Black United Representation Network um, here at Northern Power Women and getting up to all kinds of good stuff. Um, but, you know, for us, I've mentioned deeds, not words, you know, based over in the, the home of the suffragettes. I know that's a passion for you, isn't it? You know, Marilyn, you know, you're a chemistry graduate who was honoured um, with an OBE for services to women's enterprise in 2009 and awarded the prestigious Kofi Annan African Leadership Excellence Award and an honorary doctorate by Birmingham University in 2018 and was inducted into the City of Champions Hall of Fame this year. And of course, without saying, is on our Northern Power Women Power List. So Marilyn, you're not a busy woman. How do you get all this stuff do? How do we level up? <laughs> well, honestly, you and I and, and people like us are driven by passion, a passion around social justice and building back fairer. I think the COVID pandemic has has uh, created the perfect opportunity for us to reset our economy in a way that it works for everyone. And we've not been sat back in the background doing nothing, have we, Simone? We've been mobilising corporates, public sector organisations, 
other LEPs outside of Greater Manchester, I'm talking about Liverpool, West Yorkshire, to come together to form a Northern Powerhouse Leveling Up Alliance based on deeds, not words. And I think that's the mantra, really. Uh, We, Simone, have to start a manifesto of levelling up based on investment and not just mere words. You can't do anything with words. Words on their own don't change things. Our society has been created uh, based on money and we demonstrate value through money. So we invest in things that we decide are valuable. And it's the same with equality, diversity and inclusion. We have to start investing significant sums of money if we really are going to shift the dial and enable our economies to benefit from the diverse range of talents that there are there. And that McKinsey have already said, if we can mobilise women, black and minority ethnic people, then companies will see a 30% boost in their performance and productivity, as well as their profits. So there's a great reason for doing it. It's not just a nice to do, it's an essential to do if we're going to recover from this pandemic. And one of the reasons when we started uh, putting together, you know, what this season would look like of levelling up, we just come out of our rise up season, which very much uh, shone a light on rising others up and celebrating role models across the North who are doing great things and, and celebrating via the awards. But this is very much around and, you know, this levelling up agenda. I was on Sky News um, last week on a panel and that was about the levelling up agenda and, and the power of the North. But, you know, everyone has a different definition of what levelling up is. And one of the conversations I wanted to bring, which was this whole conversation was inspired by you, was in a meeting with you only probably a couple of months ago. And I love the fact that you just went into the meeting where we are going to address the elephant in the room. Uh, we're going to talk about money. And that's one of the things that I wanted to, th- you know, after that, I thought, gosh, every day I think, um, hashtag, what would Marilyn do? I need to be more Marilyn, you know, but I, I want to talk today about something that I have personally tended to sort of shy away from and have an aversion to, which is money. You know, I'm all about cracking on and creating change. I'm super impatient, but actually sometimes I forget that I've got to eat you know so that's why I wanted to have this conversation it can be the awkward question and the awkward conversation but it's so important you know most of us have probably faced times Facebook's experience of calls to offer our services for free because it will give us a good exposure and it never feels good. What have your experiences been? Uh, No, you've hit the nail on the head there, Simone. Uh, I got frustrated and fed up with organisations approaching me or the Black United Representation Network to say, we really want to engage with the Black community, Black youth. Uh, And when you say to them, Fine, we'd love to help you. What's your budget? Oh, we don't have any money. And, and, and I've gotten into the habit of telling them I don't live on fresh air. But when if I do, I'll, I'll contact them. But in the meantime, if they're able to find a budget to contact me, and that's working really, really well. I think the word's gotten out there now, uh, Simone, that not to approach me or any of my organisations to ask us to do stuff for free because we need to eat. We need to pay our bills. We need to cover our costs. We need to expand our services, to employ more people, to drive this agenda forward. And I think that's really my ask to organisations is International Women's Day, 
Black History Month. If you're going to have speakers in, please do not ask them to do. Come and speak for free. Demonstrate your commitment and also the fact that you value women, you value black, Asian, minority, ethnic people by paying them. That's the way that you demonstrate that you're truly, truly committed. And going above and beyond there, I would like to see organisations who have an equality, diversity, inclusion policy to invest in it. Yesterday, I was approached by the National Housing Federation. They've asked me to speak at the conference. But one of the things that they want to address and they're saying to their members is, let's not look at equality, diversity and inclusion as a nice to do. We've done that for over decades, for decades. What we now need to do is to say, if we're going to shift that dial, we do need to put significant sums of money into it because it's essential to our business. It's essential for ensuring that we represent the customers that we serve. Uh, And you can only do that if you truly do practice equality, diversity and inclusion. Absolutely. And of course, I'm not paying you today, Marilyn, you know, so this is, you know, and I'm conscious that I've, I've done a lot of things over the years and, you know, um, and people will kindly, you know, sort of come and speak and be part of it. And I'm and hoping because they feel it's it's part of the movement about change and we're not, a, you know, that commercial organisation. But are there any other instances when you should consider working or offering your services for free? Absolutely. I offer my services uh, for free to schools, community organisations. I'm speaking at an event uh, for an organisation called Big People Community on Saturday. It's being held at MMU to celebrate Black History Month. So I am happy to speak for free to community organisations, but public sector bodies, uh, corporates, large uh, Uh, medium-sized organisations. Honestly, please demonstrate your commitment and that you value Simone's time and my time by paying us. And I think there's something it's so easy to ask for other people. Bearing in mind, we're over halfway through Black History Month. I've been asked three times in the last 24 hours, do I know or what could we do? And actually, the first thing I've done is gone, right, do you have a budget? What is it you're trying to achieve? You know, don't just put a sticker or a label on it. Why? You know, <laughs> otherwise it's just a, a talking shop. And and I think that's an easy thing for us all to do is advocate for each other and come together, isn't it? No, absolutely. Because we're much stronger together as as you know Simone we're working on a project across the northern powerhouse and it's that coming together will mean that we can effect change it's hard to do it when you're working in isolation or on your own so it's very much about the future is about collaboration and if we're all singing the same tune we can uh, reprogram these organizations to think yeah Simone, Marilyn, other women, black, we will pay for your time. So that becomes embedded in their practice. And how do we educate those organisations? You know, how do we change that? We talk about culture so much, don't we? But how do we, you know, if you are working for one of those big companies, how can we help you to sort of change that culture from within and educate your peers about valuing our expertise and time? Uh, What I would like organisations to do is to invite us in 
to do roundtables with, let's say, the senior management team, that we can support people at the grassroots of the organisation who want to affect change. So around the table, we're having a frank and honest discussion, but it's constructive and it's about moving forward. Because as long as you have the right intention, that is good enough. And that is the basis for working together and moving forward. So it is about being intentional And then we can work together to create, if you like, the perfect environment, an inclusive environment where everybody can succeed. And it's just to say, it's not about winners or losers. Everybody stands to gain. 100%. And I I want to sort of just just quickly, um, like, look at some top tips you know it's sometimes it can be really hard when you get that knock back I remember right at the start um, of creating Northern Power Women I put like a sort of a little manifesto together or a little this is what we want to try and achieve together and I went out and I tested it with five people and I I got knocked back and then I got I got somebody else that said oh gosh that's the same price as the Institute of Directors uh, you know event as if mine was so much lesser and do you know what it did not win I think that's why I've not asked all those years So what advice would you give to me seven years ago, Marilyn, as to push back to those knockbacks when people have not valued or or, or don't, you know, who just think that you should just do it for free to raise your profile? Yeah, well, what I would say, and it applies, it's a lesson that I've learned. And your experience, Simone, is typical. It's been my experience. And through that experience, I've learned to look at myself and value myself And that's about saying, identifying the ways in which you are unique, because Simone, you are unique, I am unique. So what are our strengths and how do we communicate that? So you're going into meetings knowing I am really good at this. You're a prolific networker. You've built up this huge database of members. So now you need to know the value of that yourself, what you have created and get organisations to pay for that because you're aware of the value of that. And that is the starting point. It is. And I think sometimes it is just picking. It happened not so long ago to me, only a few weeks ago that, you know, I spoke to someone and they're like, we just don't have the budget for it. And you're like, but you expect me to give, what, three days of my time to deliver this. It's, it's tough, isn't it, when you're trying to build those bigger relationships for your business? No, it is. But, you know, what I've learned, Simone, is say no and they do come back to you. So what you're doing is training them. So say no, because they know there's nowhere else that they can go. You are the best at what you do. That's why they've come to you. So say no and be confident. It could be two months time. They'll come back to your door and they say, I've managed to find uh, some budget. And that start as you mean to continue. That's what Stephen Covey says. Oh, absolutely. And I think you always, when you did our life lessons, you come across with some of the great sound bites and some of the top tips. And I really, I I can't believe, I probably think this is the longest I've ever talked about money and asking for money. But I think these tips are so valuable. Um, And I think whether it's that you started your career, whether you're experienced, established like yourself, Marilyn, you know, I think it is, it's just start as you, start as you mean to go on isn't it I think Um, and I think one of the things you talk about is that stand firm no absolutely and the thing to point out to women is men are very good at asking for money if you go into business meetings with men and the first thing they ask about is the money and so we as women shouldn't feel afraid to talk about the money it shows that 
A, we know our value. B, we're really savvy business people and that we're ambitious and we want to grow. So please do have the confidence. And once you start talking about money, it becomes easier and easier and easier. Absolutely. I am literally going to keep on being more Marilyn. Thank you so much for such fantastic advice and giving us all the confidence to know our worth because that's one of the key things and ask that awkward conversation. Thank you a million dollars, Marilyn. Love working with you, uh, you know, and continue to work with you. If you want to find out any more about Marilyn and the Black United Representation Network and everything else she does, please check out our show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please do tell your friends about our podcast, also about your value. Reach out to us on all our socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women on all our other social media. Watch out for our levelling up, powering on progress report later this autumn. Please drop us a line. Please fill in the questionnaire. And um, I'm Simone Roche and you've been listening to the Northern Power Women podcast in What Goes On Media Production. (laughs) 